So, there are some breaking news we have to get to before we even introduce the show. Mm-hmm. Fucking WrestleMania 36. It is confirmed that Goldberg will be going against Matt Riddle. So, Matt, Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle is now uh, Next. Roman Reigns' replacement. For the SmackDown, for the Universal Championship. I mean, it is the SmackDown Championship, but yes, the Universal Championship. Yes, yeah. wow. Matt Riddle versus Goldberg. I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, I heard that also, that's going to be the main event for Saturday night. I heard for Sunday night, uh, it's confirmed the main event uh, is Becky versus Shayna. And uh, Becky's going to go over, but at the end, uh, she's going to impregnate Seth Rollins in the middle of the ring. Oh my God, I could see that happening. Right, I could see that happening so hard, mostly because uh, Seth is the bitch in the relationship. In that relationship, and the last relationship, and his relationship with the fans, and the I'm gonna get killed by Tyler Black. I'm scared. <laughs> we look at. By our the way, uh, I know. By the way, April Fools. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. April Fools. Just in case you guys didn't know, it is, the, it is April first. Don't, don't hurt me, Seth. Don't hurt me. Well, wait, dude, no. No, no, it's okay. It maybe, is maybe, maybe you still have the riot gear on, maybe. <laughs> it is April 1st, and, you know, we have to joke about it a little bit since, you know, the biggest April Fool's joke we have is WrestleMania, WrestleMania. 36. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Um, yeah, uh, I don't I don't fucking know. Okay, so you know what's funny is that... Well, first of all, know. welcome to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling yeah. Podcast. I'm Don. I'm Matt. And yeah, go for it. Um, I've been going back through the through the network and watching the old WrestleManias because they threw them all up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really limit you on what they're giving out for free right now. But um, I've been going back and like the first three? No, the first two were like bad. Yeah. Three was kind of good. Although, honestly... I'm kind of skipping around on a lot of the matches because like a lot of them I really don't need to see because I've already like heard about them. Um, Steamboat and Mach really hold up. Um, that one was I was kind of surprised by because I didn't heard about it for as long as I can think of, and like you know I thought it was going to be already like um, over uh, overhyped, but no, it was actually really good. I was I really enjoyed that match. Uh, yeah, Jim Ross. I was watching WrestleMania Nine earlier. Yeah, Jim Ross was handsome. He's he was a good looking dude back in the day. He was good. He was a good looking, and he had a lot of like he like he has a lot of energy when he's when he does his calling. But like it was he was obviously like able to be more expressive before his uh, attack of his bell palsy attacks. So it was uh, that was interesting to see. Um, Have you seen him like when he was in his twenties? No, because right there he's in his thirties, right? Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever seen him that young. Like, he's a good-looking dude. You should put Jim Ross 20s. That's true. Well, I'm pretty sure we might get, like, 20s. And thank you for keeping your your safe search on. <laughs> um, Just be glad I didn't open up the rest of my uh, browser history. Yeah, I'm really thankful for that. Um, but no, like... So, obviously, this WrestleMania is going to be really toned down and as far as well i mean i guess they're not they're gonna knock it they're gonna try not to tone it down as far as content goes but as far as presentation goes it's not gonna feel like wrestlemania no like like all these other wrestlemania even the first like two wrestlemanias had like spectacle look at that young jim ross that's a young jim ross he's already balding i think so i mean he might have been balding in his no that can't be him that's not jim ross the one on the right, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not Jim Ross. That can't be Jim Ross. No. I'm pretty sure it's Jim Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our window was covering it. Sorry. Yeah, that's... Holy shit. I'm like, it says good old JR. Yeah, that's a really young Jim Ross. Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't know he used to that, referee. Wow. That's, well, of course. Most of them did referee. I think he yeah. talked about refereeing a lot. Um, That's crazy. But yeah, so like, uh, I've fallen, so far I've only got up to about 13, WrestleMania yeah. 13, no, WrestleMania 14 actually. Um, and all of them, like, you know, you get the spectacle and it kind of gets, like, you know, it 
it only goes up and up and up as the years go on. Cause, but like I said, even like the first two WrestleManias had um, had a lot of spectacle to them for it just being in the garden and second one taking place in like three different locations. But this one's going to be kind of a letdown in that sense. Because like one, you don't have the crowd and that makes the, you know, the most... That makes um, a difference. huge difference. Yeah. And two, you don't have the spectacle of seeing the stage and getting all the fire, all the pyro now that they brought it back. I mean, they always had it for Mania, but they brought it, you know, they brought it back full time. So you're not getting that. So I just, I don't know how I feel about this. I still think that they should have postponed it. It can't be any worse than WrestleMania 2. Because if you watch, you've seen WrestleMania 2, and that was just the whole shit show of three different arenas going on at the same like with matches going on basically one hour one was in if i'm not mistaken new york hour two was in here in chicago and hour three was in la i don't understand why they tried to do that and then you're figuring it's three it's like three hours and then each hour somebody's watching in a stadium yeah if they showed it at all yeah so not only were you know the people who went there probably pissed off but like like not only you know people who were paying for it probably pissed off but the people who went there are just you know for two hours, they have to watch a screen. Yeah, and they probably paid a pretty penny for those for those seats. Yeah. Um, and then hour two was like the by far the worst thing because it was uh the it was the uh, over the top battle royale that featured uh, William the Refrigerator Perry mm. from the Chicago Bears. Yeah. And yeah, it was just it was it was not mm. it was not a good show. Like I get it, we have the technology that we are able to do that, and obviously a lot of, like basically everything is going to be pre-recorded. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, I would have pushed it back. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand like what they're trying to prove by not pushing it back. It's only Vince. Oh, sorry, it's only Vince McMahon who really, really wants to push forward with WrestleMania. But again, uh, that's that's the thing though is that I don't understand what he's trying to prove. Like I get it, like it's not it's not like it's not like the SmackDown after nine eleven where like we're trying to prove a point to. Uh, to yeah, no, no, to but nothing will tear us down. Yeah. Yeah, but this is something else. Like obviously, this is something that is not necessarily tangible that we can defeat or show, or the, you know, it's not going to cower to our fear or whatever. So again, I don't understand. For the, for the benefit of everybody around us and for our entertainment, they should have just pushed it back. They should have like replaced SummerSlam with WrestleMania. I agree. I 100% agree. But uh, yeah, so that was my long soapbox about that. Um, what do you want to get into first? Uh, obviously, I think we said the new AEW title. Yes, the new AEW title has been announced. There's going to be a tournament for it. Um, they also announced today. Oh, let, they announced part of the bracket, first round bracket last night, and then the second part today on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, we it's called the TNT Championship, which, depending on how you look at things, you could look at it one of two ways: like that's cheesy, or two, all right, that's pretty good homage to all the wrestling that TNT's provided throughout the years. They could have. They I mean they easily could have called it the Dynamite Championship. Oh my um, God. I think it's well. It, no. I think it. I think it's good paying homage to the yeah, other, the ultimate slap in the face. Hmm. Calling it the Nitro Championship. Ooh, yeah, they didn't. They weren't gonna go that far. <laughs> um, but no, I think it does kind of pay homage to all the wrestling that has been on TNT now and before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, it kind of it. It's bringing back something old as far as the TV championship, but not outright calling it the TV championship. Yeah. And plus, it like it it involves the network, which I'm sure makes them happy. Like the like USA already can't couldn't ask for a USA title because it's already United States Championship. Yeah. So that's why they had the 24/7 title. Yeah. But you know, at least TNT can actually now have something that's named after the network, and it's just like whenever you talk about um, AEW, whenever you talk about that specific championship, you're reminding people where they have to find AEW every day or every Wednesday at least. So I think that's really smart. I think that's yes. really awesome. I think that's really smart, and I can't wait to see what that belt looks like. It is. It was funny though because uh, TNT. So when they announced it, TNT posted, "Are you jealous, TBS?" 
You know what? I would have kind. Of, I wouldn't have minded like a like a like a TBS championship back in the day on Thunder. Yeah. Or even back, but like in the early '90s when they first started, like I wouldn't have minded that. Then Wait, again, I wasn't alive, but I wouldn't mind it. Let's be real though. So like, if SmackDown back in the day was the B show for Raw, yeah. Thunder was like the D show for Nitro. No, Thunder was the C show for Nitro. Yeah. It didn't even have a B show. I mean, no, if I you s- want to put a B show in there, it was Saturday night. I didn't say B show. The, the D show. Oh. It was the F show. Yeah. Because um, basically, like, Sunday Night Heat would be a C show. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But when Thunder came along, I was still pretty young. So I remember liking Thunder. But granted, I haven't really gone back and watched go, it. Go back and watch it on the network and you'll, you'll cringe. Probably. Although I remember that's where the Wolfpack theme was debuted, so it's true, and that is where David Arquette won his uh, won his championships. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, you know, we're probably gonna go over. Let's oh, actually let's talk about SmackDown and Raw and NXT and AEW before I say what, because what I'm about to say is gonna lead into our main point. Okay. So let's go ahead and talk about but the other shows right now. First, let me uh, go through this first round. Oh, yeah. beautiful first round for the TNT championship mm-hmm. so we have Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears mm-hmm. Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara then we have Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian yep then Colt Cabana versus Lance Archer yep so I already know we're gonna probably gonna get to Allen versus Sabian or Allen's versus Rhodes which would actually be really interesting Mm-hmm. But regardless, we're still going to get Rhodes versus Archer. Or Archer's going to screw up Rhodes. Yeah. I, I, I also, all signs point to Archer versus Rhodes. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, though. Uh, yeah, from that, we had SmackDown this past Friday because we don't record on, we record on Wednesdays after all the good show stuff is over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we record when the fun stuff happens, not when the other shit happens. Not when the ooh. What even happened on SmackDown? I remember that they were still pimping Reigns versus Goldberg, even though that's no longer a thing. I don't think like this. I think this changed after we recorded last week's show. But Reigns is no longer yeah. going to be at WrestleMania, or he's not going to participate. I'm not sure because it kind of sounds like they either recorded his stuff already, or he's just not doing it at all. So from all accounts, he pulled out of WrestleMania after uh, after his cousins, you know, were complaining about Miz being sick. Was that was that was uh, that was um, that was verified, right? Did he yeah, mention yeah. that in his in his Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So you know, because he ha- he is a recovering cancer survivor, his autoimmune system is weakened, so he's. You know he's not going to take any chances on getting sick because mm-hmm. that could kill him. Yeah. But which again is another reason why they should have waited. Just waited um, till fucking summer. Yeah. I waited when we're all and when everybody's going to be able to enjoy this. Um, but yeah. You could have called it the SummerSlam of WrestleMania, of the WrestleMania of SummerSlam. The summer WrestleMania. There you go. But uh, anyways, SmackDown. We had a segment with Bailey and every every woman in the fucking every woman in the fucking uh, five way. And yeah, that was not too much to say about that. Uh, what was really nice though is after that we had Drew Gulak versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Or if Drew Gulak won, Daniel Bryan gets. A WrestleMania title shot at Sami Zayn, which he is. Yep. So for this WrestleMania, we now have Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn for the IC title. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Kurt Corbin murder Elias off of the top Rapture. We sure did. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, we also had a. Uh, from there, we also had a fucking goddamn it, <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Oscar. 
versus Asuka for some reason. Um, it was good. So then we had The Fiend challenge John Cena to a Firefly Fun Firefly Funhouse match. So an which, actual legit challenge? Yep. So that, that should be interesting. And then the show ended with the Miz and Morrison, or sorry, the Miz and Morrison attacking Usos a New Day. So now we have a three-way for WrestleMania with Usos, and, New Day, and Miz and Morrison. And that's I, I don't know why, but I thought that was going to be a ladder match. That's not the case, right? No, not at all. Again, another re- thing, reason why they should have waited because they could have made it like a more fun match, like a ladder match or something. That's what this that's what WrestleMania always needs. It needs more stipula- stipulation matches. It really, really does. Like, um, you really, really need a lot more stipulation type matches. Because that's what that's what always made WrestleMania fun. Like, let's think of like WrestleMania 13. Like, you know, fucking uh, Hart and Stone Cold. That was a submission match. Um, fucking WrestleMania 17, the TLC match. Or was that WrestleMania 18? No, that was 17, right? 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the TLC match. Uh, you know, Hell in the Cells have been at um, have been at WrestleMania, and like I still like I'm still of the the notion that the Money in the Bank match should have been kept at WrestleMania because that just made all the sense in the world. It was a perfect spot. Like instead of making it its own pay per view, damn it, um, they should have just kept it because again, that's like it's it's so much fun to start the what's essentially the wrestling year off like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess they're kind of doing stipulations now with the, the with the boneyard match, which is essentially going to be like a buried alive match, I'm assuming, or it's just going to take place in the boneyard. Um, boneyard, as I like to call it. And and then uh, yeah, and then I guess the Firefly Funhouse match. And also, this is another thing that they should have kept Matt Hardy for because Matt Hardy and even the Bucks are like champions of doing wrestling and not in non-wrestling places yeah like in non-traditional ways they're really really good at because because they don't have like they don't they don't have the creativity to do it or i mean like even if they did like they don't have the nobody gives them the leeway to do it and like that's every that's that's an insult to everybody because like look at look at the shit with um with randy orton and bray wyatt when bray wyatt burnt down the fucking um me and Randy Orton burnt down the, the, the shack. Yeah. Like, that was kind of cool, but, like, it still needed more to it. Or they could have done more, a lot more of those kind of segments with it. Or even, like, the, the what was it? The, was it the Ultimate Deletion? Yes. That they did for real? Like, that, yeah, that was hard. That was hardy. But it was still very a raw thing. It still, like, you could still smell the, the WWE on. Yeah. Um, so, like, they, they just. I understand that they want all the ideas for them or they want to take the credit for the, all the ideas, but that's not how this works. That's not how creativity works at all. Like, you have to be kind of selfless or at least at least, at least not be a jackass. You're expecting Vince McMahon not to be a jackass. I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting anything. I'm just hoping that, you know, he learned something. Um, so yeah, SmackDown. Two out of five? Yes, I gave it 205. 205? <laughs> Is that even worth rating it at all, would you say? No, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. It wasn't It wasn't necessarily the greatest, but it was better than Raw. It was... Uh, mm. Come on. Raw, you had the Taker promo, which was good. That was actually one of his better promos in the, within the past, like, six years. Mm. Two, you had what? You had that um, a tag team match. Mm, you, I mean, and then what? What? How did it end? It ended with the Paul Heyman Brock Lesnar promo. Yeah, and in between everything, there was the Lesnar Mysterio match from Survivor Series, and the women's Triple Threat from Mania. Yeah, and, like you can't really grade those matches when you're reading the show as, as, as a whole so things out of Raw that I did like I did love uh, Undertaker's promo that was, like I said that was good yeah but it didn't necessarily save Raw 
all of Raw. Like if if you give me a if you give me a Raw with all Undertaker, like I probably would have given it an A plus. Um, but that's not the case. Shayna Blazer at Shayna Baszler attacking Becky Lynch was was a nice little was a nice little thing. I wish they would have picked into dig into the fact that you know uh, Becky didn't win clean because what's her name's shoulder was up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wish they would have added that factor into the thing. Yeah. Um, Rio Ripley being attacked in the parking lot made no sense to me. Because no. we had Rhea, we didn't have any segment of Rhea outside of that, so it just felt meh. I'm telling you, for three hours they really don't know how to feel it. Yeah. How to how to fill it? Um, uh, Alistair Black beating uh, Jabber of the Week was was just not good. So, no, okay, I could see, no, I could see. no. That's that's the thing is that you're doing what you can to build him up to Lashley because Lashley isn't there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'll take all of the Alistair Black that I can. I'm a really big fan of Alistair Black, yeah, so maybe that's just my bias. Alistair Black, you can. Yes, I'll take ten inches of Alistair Black every time that I can. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I'm a. Re- I, I think that's. I mean, okay, look at it this way. They gave Rowan jobbers for, like, three months. Yeah. They've only given Alistair Black jobbers for maybe, like, the past three weeks. True. So, I can't I can't really say, like, I'm tired of it already. But, um... Um, I did, like, the triple... I did, like, the three-man tag with uh, Kevin Owens' Street Profits with... I don't... I'm, I'm really tired of those kind of matches, though. It's like, it's the weekend... It's the, the go-home show to the pay-per-view where all these teams are going to go against each other anyways. Why are we do? Why do they do that? Yeah. I mean, like, build up to it. Or at least save something for the pay-per-view. Yeah. Randy Orton's... Uh, oh, sorry, not Randy Orton. Edge's promo. Fantastic, because Edge, it's Edge. Yeah. Um... I wish they would have given Caden Carter a bit more offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because this was a match. This was basically a rematch from main event, which went eight minutes. Yeah. Main event. And now it's only a minute and 30 seconds. I forget that they still do main event. Everybody forgets. I thought they canceled it a long time ago. No, the only reason why they still keep main event is for... Uh, the network as well as international audiences who they have TV rights with so they have to fill that time. Oh, that's true. That's where um, Alistair Black made his technically his first main uh, main roster debut. Really? Yeah, it was they were in London or something. They were in the UK and it was him versus Kurt Hawkins when Kurt Hawkins was doing that face the facts gimmick. Actually, that was really good. That was because that's when this is not too long uh, before he became NXT champion, I think. Uh, okay, Paul but yeah, Heyman's no, like, thing was just too yeah. long for me. No, that's the thing though is that Paul Heyman's thing was only maybe less than like six minutes. True. And but it's the it's the usual, you know, spoiler alert or whatever, you know, the whole shtick that he does. So it's like sure. you, you even you could do it. I mean, you can't really should. You look like him enough. But, so you, I think you could pull it off. Bad enough to be Heyman. <laughs> I'm bald enough to be Heyman. I think, you just... owe, I think you owe enough money to people to be Paul Heyman, so. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. I've talked to your friends. I've seen the women you you you, you fraternize with. You, I'm, I'm surprised you're able to pay your bills sometimes. It's called taking care of your bills first, and then... It's called sucking the guy at Best Buy, so that way you can get a 10, 10% discount for your laptop or for your fucking Mac. Um, first of all, I don't work at Best Buy. That's why you had to go to Best Buy. Because you're already doing it for free at work. Damn it. Um, like, there's, a lot, there's, there's been a lot more wrestling on Wednesday nights than there has been. You can't see this, but I just got fucking... Uh... Oh, I saw. I saw. I know you're I know you're a spitter by virtue. <laughs> you, um... I am on one today with you. Oh my god, I feel I feel like I'm back. It's weird. 
um about fucking time uh yeah there's been a lot more uh wrestling on wednesdays than there has been on on mondays because yeah. fridays are not because fridays they're not doing they're not showing re- uh, old matches right not really no yeah see like well no they did show no match on friday what did they show i fucking forgot hey uh, was that memorable that we that you able to bring it up um but no yeah like freaking monday we got two different it was uh it was the seth rollins john cena was it it was uh john cena versus versus bray wyatt from wrestlemania okay that makes sense and that wasn't a horrible match no that makes sense um keep talking i gotta put you on pause for just a second yeah um are you gonna put me on pause Okay, whatever. He's leaving. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they're still doing these old matches. Like, I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Um, like, as far as like the whole Lesnar and Mysterio match, like, I don't necessarily understand why they had to keep that one in or put it up. Like, it's just like, oh, how we got here with uh, Lesnar in the title hunt or whatever. Lesnar being still being champion. Like, everybody like everybody knows or everybody's been new for like the past few months or even year ever since he got that title back like he was never gonna let it go he's probably like he's gonna probably let it go at wrestlemania but even then that's kind of up in the air because i don't like i think they really should wait until they get an audience back because like that's gonna do a lot for drew mcintyre when he finally wins a major championship because you need that reaction you need the audience to be behind this person that is taking down who is essentially uh, super hated by um, by casuals and by the smart wrestling community um, like that's that's only going to benefit them in the long run and sometimes I guess they don't they don't really think about the long run for, for a company that's been around for so many fucking years like they don't really think about the long run when it comes to their storytelling and when they do it's by accident like it's not necessarily really intentional like i guess like like this is a good like this is a good time for uh bray wyatt's been the best so far as far as like bringing up old shit as one would say um you know he's 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 admitted to essentially going back to some of these old feuds and you know uh getting essentially his his uh, vengeance back you know on seth rollins on Kurt Angle on like some of these people are was it Kurt Angle? No, 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 Mick Foley. Um, you know, and it, and sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. Or but for the most part, for Bray Wyatt, it's made a lot of sense. Um, but like uh, as far as long term storytelling, like they really should have started. Like if they really wanted to to say that they're good at long long term storytelling, they should have done it at WrestleMania last year by having Cena retire Angle. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they... I don't know who chose Baron Corbin. I don't understand why they wanted to go with Baron Corbin. Uh, because he he has this stink on him that's not going to come off unless he's gone for a long time. He... Like, he's had this stink on him for... Ever since he shaved his head. Yeah. Ever since he shaved his head, he's had this stink on him. Since he was a Constable Corbin. Constable Corbin, that's right. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, but no, what I was saying is that, like... I don't understand why they're showing these old matches because, like, let's look at um, the the Lesnar versus Mysterio one. That only mm-hmm. reminded me that they should have had Mysterio beat Lesnar at Survivor Series. Yeah, because it all made sense. Because they even they had Dominic do a run in, and then they could have had Cain Velasquez do a run in as well. And they could have oh. given the the championship to Mysterio, Mysterio, who's already been a world heavyweight champion, Mysterio, who is still a really good wrestler and can still go, and a wrestler who's not that much older or not that much like not as old as like some of these other part timers. And if they really wanted to, if they wanted to do it right, they could have had Mysterio beat Lesnar. Les, uh, Mysterio could have been champion for maybe like a month or two. Then Kofi could have gone back. And I swear to God, I believe this with all my heart. People would have still been, been behind Kofi. Yeah. I think people would have been behind Kofi more than they are Mysterio, even though Mysterio is loved as shit. But that's love is cemented. Like, if the love is cemented for Eddie Guerrero, it's it's cemented for Mysterio. But people want would want Kofi to be champion again more than they would want Mysterio, uh, Mysterio to go over Kofi. 
I agree. But you don't think like that. And I don't understand it. I agree. I don't get it either. I, it's, it's mind-boggling to me sometimes. But anyways, as we move on, uh, this week we had NXT and AEW. I don't think either of us watched NXT. No. I looked at the... Um... I looked at the highlights. I had to go get some stuff during uh, NXT and AEW. So, I was able to catch maybe like the how- last half hour of AEW. I, I caught the main event. Um, AEW is fan-fucking-tastic. As it's been. And it looks like they're recording from Cody's school. From Cody's uh, wrestling school? Yeah. I think so. Out in it looks uh, like it. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like they're staying southward. Or I guess that's north, but... For now, it's uh, parts unknown. Mm-hmm. For now, it's parts unknown. But yeah, it looks like his uh, because he owns just basically a big ass uh, indoor track and field. Yeah. And he has the was it the Nightmare Wrestling School or whatever? Yeah. Correct. But it was it it looked pretty good though. It looked really good, and they did the whole thing where they had wrestlers at ringside again. I think which was nice. Yeah. Um. But also, they're kind of doing I, like. I see a lot. I see like a good amount of people kind of giving WWE and AEW shit for still having people, you know, do matches and stuff like that. Um, my thing is, is that they're gonna keep they're gonna keep doing them, but I know they're gonna be really cautious about who wrestles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're gonna take it week by week and day by day to know who they can still use because they want to use the people that are healthiest. And I'm sure also the people that live closest because I know I don't think people want to be traveling which is why you're not seeing a lot of the AEW usuals like even Pac or even uh, uh, the Lucha Bros you're not really seeing the Death Triangle too much correct um, but you know I I think that's smart but also again I think they should keep it limited to um, to like the bare minimum that they can use which is why as far as NXT goes I had almost a, like I liked it but I had a little pro- a little bit of a problem with them having a gauntlet match right now because they had they had the gauntlet for the uh, the last spot for the number one contender ladder match that we're supposed to have a takeover that's not going to be taken over that's not going to take place over the next two weeks. So it was a uh, Shotzi Blackheart versus Diana Perrazzo versus Zia Lee versus Aaliyah versus Caden Carter and versus Dakota Kai. And apparently Shotzi Blackheart almost went through the whole fucking gauntlet. Like she almost ran through the whole fucking gauntlet. Her yeah. was really impressive. Um, she ended up being beaten by Dakota Kai. Um, with and the go with the go to kick, and so see, Dakota Kai is going to be in the in the ladder match. And you see, that's one of my points about you know, Shotzi Blackheart. Like, she's underutilized. Like when they put her on the main roster. So is um. So is Ruby Riot. Yeah. Like Ruby Riot was fantastic in in NXT and everything before NXT. Oh my God! Could you imagine a Riot Squad 2.0 with Ruby Riot and Shotzi? I saw. A match, because there's if uh, I don't know if you do you have a do you have Roku? Yeah. Um, on Roku, there's a channel, there's a wrestling channel, where it's essentially like it's a whole live stream, mm-hmm. but it's like all kinds of old different matches, or even just like a lot of indie matches. Um, mm-hmm. and I saw a really old Ruby. What was her? What was her old name? Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Was I that, know this. Uh, I know this. Heidi Lovelace or Lacey Lovelace? I think, I think uh, Lacey Lovelace, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I should know this because I have one of her t-shirts. Wow, that's horrible. Why is that horrible? No, I mean that you have one of her t-shirts, but you can't fucking remember who she is. Or her yeah, name. Heidi Lovelace. Heidi Lovelace, okay. It was Heidi Lovelace versus, like, a, it was it was an intergender match. And it was actually really, really good. I gotta find it right now. But like she's, but again, she's a real, she's a, a wrestler that's been really underutilized, and I hate, and I hate that they're doing this to her. Fuck, I can't remember who, what match it was. Yeah, she's an absolute badass in the ring. Yeah. Is it OVW or IW? I don't fucking remember. She's a absolute badass in the ring. And, like, no, yeah, um, yeah. I wish they, I wish they used her more. I wish they used live uh, Morgan more, and I wish they gave more uh, time to Sarah Logan because I, I believe Sarah Logan could be a really good. Um, so, are really you talking about the uh, Heidi Lovelace versus Brian Fury match? 
It might be. Because she's been in a couple of inner gender matches. I think it was a tag team match, if I'm if I'm mistaken. I don't remember. I just okay. remember watching it, and I just remember watching it. And I remember just being super impressed. So that is from Beyond Wrestling, and that is Heidi Loveless and Kimberly versus Dickinson and and Callahan. It's Callahan. Yeah. Oh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. She went again. She went up against Sammy Callahan, and that match was fucking incredible. Does Sammy Callahan just love doing intergender wrestling? I guess he's one of those people that loves to do it. And you know, what? there's nothing wrong with it. But that's that's a, there's nothing wrong with it at all. That's mm-hmm. fa- actually fair. I found it on YouTube right now, so I'll get that and watch tonight. Watch it later, and then download the um, that channel. I will definitely will. But. Um, yeah. So Ember Moon it, is another one that could that that needs a better rub. Yeah. Uh AEW this week. So we had a pretty stacked card. Pretty nice stacked card. Mm-hmm. So to kick things off we had Kenny Omega versus Trent Barretta. Or sorry, just Trent. Just Trent. Yeah, when did he lose his last name? When he left AEW, uh when he left WWE. Wait, so Beretta's owned by I think Beretta's owned by WWE. Wait, no, he was wasn't he Trent Beretta in ROH in New Japan? Uh maybe. I thought he was Trent Beretta. Maybe. I know he was Trent Beretta in New Japan. Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta. Maybe. Okay, go on, sorry. Anyways. Um so we had Kenny Omega versus Trent. Awesome back and forth match between the two of them. Uh Omega defeated Omega defeated Trent with a one wing angel. Of with course. Only a minute to spare left in the match. It was a twenty minute match, right? Yeah. Okay. And so it was good. It was really, really good. Uh I'm giving it a I'm giving it a nice little four out of five star rating just because that's that good. And then uh Yeah, look he is sorry, he is best known for his work for New Japan and Ring of Honor under the ring name Beretta. Hmm. I wonder why. Maybe maybe New Japan does own Beretta. Want to know what his real name is? What's that? Greg Marasculo. Marasculo. M a r a s c i u l o. Weird. Oh wow, he's only thirty-three. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, then we had my bay. Kikoshida. Yep. Versus uh, Anna J from the Nightmare Academy. Mm-hmm. And it was a good back and forth match between them too. Uh, it got to a point where Akito took off her ponytail and was just like went full rage mode. Oh wow, it was good. It was real good. Uh, I need he, more. I need more character work from Hikaru though. I need to know more about her. You know, and it's funny because uh, so on during commentary, Cody was like, like if you don't know about her, you know, follow her on social media. Like she's an absolute amazing person. Blah 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 blah. Like he hyped her up pretty good. Yeah, but the thing though is that like there's so much social media to to take in that you can't always be following, especially right now. Like me personally, I'm trying to stay off of social media a lot more. Um, yes. By the way, listeners, yes, I apologize for the lack of content on Twitter because oh, I don't talk to you guys. I need to keep I need to keep my sanity, and so does this motherfucker right here. Um, when things start to get better, we'll probably start posting on the Twitter. But um, just send, if you have, by the way, if you have questions. Um, we still have the Twitter, so we'll still get those notifications. We'll check on it once in a while, just in case if you do have questions, uh, or if you want to put a comment, somebody will look at those. But it's it's a lot to it's a lot to do because like even with like let's say um, with the end of the Nightmare Collective, like you didn't know that it had ended or that Brandy kind of like uh, put like a book into it on social media until I told you about it. Yeah. It's like so it's uh, you can't really rely on people following yeah on social media following them on social media and also because usually there is a difference between the person on social media and the person that's on tv um at the end of the match there was kind of like a little little staff between Britt baker and and akito mm-hmm. so i thought that was pretty cool she was yeah she looked absolutely fucking amazing we had uh, John Moxley, Jake Hager video package after that, which kind of just sets up the championship. Hager versus Moxley, two yeah. weeks from now. Correct. 
Uh, then after that was Lance Archer versus Marcus Stunt. You you could just imagine how that went. I saw the end of that actually. I was on my way home and I decided to throw TNT on in the car, and I saw the end of that. That was that was um, I was fucked up. Remember, kids, safe driving. Remember, kids, don't fight Lance Archer. <laughs> like what happened to Marco? Uh, so from that we had a video package for, we had a video package for the Exalted one. For Mr. Uh, McMahon, I mean Mr. Lee. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Brody Lee. <laughs> Mr. Brody Lee McMahon. I mean, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about him essentially being like this, this, uh, about essentially him portraying almost like McMahon, McMahon-like qualities that we've heard so much about? I'm all for it. Really? I'm all for it. Okay. You, if you don't, you know, if if any if anybody's offended by it, like if Vince McMahon is offended by it, then maybe he should change his his character attitudes. I'm not saying that I'm offended by it by any means, but like, are we moving away from the whole Dark Order thing? Like, they're still the Dark Order, but like, are we moving away from what they kind of were more. before? I think so. It's be interesting. It's really because like. I haven't really seen Uno or Grayson yet. No, I haven't seen them at all. Since he debuted. Yeah. So for Dark Order, we had members eight and nine. Yeah. Um, that's all we know for them versus the Nightmare, Natural Nightmares. So. Oh uh, yeah, QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Which is uh, interesting. They won. Like they won, and then after they by who? Oh, sorry. Natural Nightmares won after the match. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Uh, After the match, Brody Lee, looking disappointed with what went on, power bombed one of the guys. I think it was number eight. Could have been nine. They both put him eight and six look a lot alike. So you know what? It was, it was great. It was great. I couldn't complain. And then from there, we had a... Oh, so from there, after that match, we had a video package of Chris Jericho. Just once again, getting into it with Vanguard 1. God bless. Such such a thing of beauty. Did you see, what was it? The Matt Hardy posted up on his YouTube. Him and Vanguard 1 talking about how they mentally fornicated Chris Jericho. Yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. I loved it. Oh, see God, their explanation it. for it? No. That how like they, well no, no, no well, not for that. Yeah, it wasn't holograms. It was mirrors or some yeah. shit like that. And I was just like that's that's interesting. Like they're not saying he's they're not straight up saying he's magic. They're just saying he's a trickster. Yeah. I'm dig it. I'm digging it as long as it doesn't have like the supernatural element to it. Like I dig it. Yeah. Or oh, sorry, it was a Vanguard one leading a swarm of drones. Leading a swarm of drones to trick, to trick him. I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And so See, that, main... sh- that shit that they should have brought into the WWE when he was doing the whole Woken stuff. Yeah, like they should have just let him like have a free fall with it, or because they could have made a lot more money. They probably got, a, got, got they could probably could have gotten a lot more fans behind them. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like that's more ratings for them. I don't understand why they don't see stuff like that sometimes. One hundred percent. So yeah, after that we had a tag team match between Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara, Sean Spears. It was a pretty long fucking match. Um, fucking Allen at one point climbed the pole into the coffin, dropped 10 feet up in the air. That I saw. That was impressive. Yeah, so fucking impressive. And so the end of the match, uh, uh, Spears rolled up Allen for a win after... A little distraction from Sammy Guevara, uh-huh. and then yeah, um, after the match, after the match, you know, Cody went to go check on Darby. Darby got pissed, punched him in the face, and then that was the end of that. Which is understandable. Um, which is understandable because you know, Kobe, Kobe, Cody, and uh, uh, Darby Allen, who Darby Allen have already had like their own little feud. So it's just like, all right, fuck you, you let me down. Like, this is a loss. Like, they're taking it seriously. Like, I like that. And again, these men's and losses matter. And so, 
Whew, okay, we talked briefly about this, what we were going to talk about this week. And it's here. Um, so, last week and the week before last, for those who aren't paying attention, it's April 1st now, but we had the uh, series premiere for Dark Side Wrestling, Chris Benoit. Oh, oh yes. So what I was, yeah, I'm sorry, real quick. What I was going to say earlier was when we were talking about Thunder, we mentioned, um, you mentioned, uh, fuck, what was his name? Um, winning the heavyweight title, David Arquette. Yeah. We were talking about David Arquette, um, winning the thing at Thunder. And I was going to ask, like, you know, that's one of those things that like, it was, it, it was completely different back then, but now that you have a lot more time behind you, Mm-hmm. Like it's it takes on a whole different meaning, um, and that's how I kind of felt about this, because like we've had so much time between when this actually happened and kind of navigating through the feelings that we've had through the years, and then forgetting about it, and then having this like this, this Hold really, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, go on. Um, there's a lot to unpack with it, and I just kind of highlighted a couple of points. I just kind of hi- uh, highlighted a couple of points from it just because watching it was like, oh, it's, it, it made you hit the fill button hard. Yeah. Um, overall, what did you think of the, of the two part? Um, excuse me. No worries. I think it did a really good job. Um, because Chris Jericho said it at, at the beginning of the first episode if you think we're you know if you think we're gonna glorify murder then turn the channel or turn this off because they didn't like they told the necessary stuff which is his background his relationships uh, stuff that really affected him such as Eddie's death and the possibility as to why this happened but while doing that they also covered Nancy as well which is you know probably more important and they also showed like the last was it like 10-15 minutes of how his son has been dealing with this the whole time so they didn't just focus on him and they didn't focus on like you know why what made him do this and like you know what the shitty stuff that he did but it's just like okay like he did this 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 is him this is what he did and this is who he took away from the world and this is what he also took away from the world from for someone that he supposedly loved but also like how this tragic thing that happened has opened a lot of doors as far as like cte as far as the the wellness policy and just for closure for his, for his son, because at the because at the end it was a really nice um, it was a, it was a really nice ending. It does have a. I mean, I did like that it finished on a on a lighthearted part. We'll get to that in a minute. But some quick takeaways that I had from it, and we'll get a little bit into discussion about it. So. It is no secret that Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit were really, really good friends. Yeah. Uh, they were probably like the best of friends. So, you know, I can relate to that. I have a, I, we all have that one friend that we can just pretty much, like we consider like family. Yeah, from what it sounds like, they, uh, they, like, they hated each other kind of, but then like they just got super close. Yeah. And like they, 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 they got close because they respected each other more than anything. Um, so that was nice, especially because, like, you know, again, everybody loves to know a lot about Eddie Guerrero because Eddie Guerrero is one of the most beloved wrestlers of all time. So I thought that was nice. So from there, um, Eddie Guerrero wanted him to basically, you know, find find a higher power find Jesus find God if you will and because Chris Benoit wasn't a very religious person at all, by any means yeah and so you know he gave him a bible and you know he would read it he would read it and he would read it and one of the you know one of the more creepier things was 
you know, Chris Benoit's search history after after everything. And that's kind of that's kind of like what really struck me is his whole search history after that was just basically like stuff about Bible quotes and like their meanings. And so it was really, really interesting to just read that and the fact that he placed Bibles next to Nancy and next to next to the son. I was, I don't know if, if you had the same thought as I did, but I was wondering, and they didn't say it, so I don't know if they wanted it to, wanted to say it or not, but was one of those Bible to Eddie's? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't that, was, that, that. Was, that was, like, literally my first thought. Like, I had, like, obviously, I, you know, I never thought about it before because I didn't know. Nobody knew, probably, but after watching that, I was just like, don't tell me. Please don't tell me one of those is Eddie's. Oh, I didn't even think about that till now. That, that's hard. Like that's hard if it was. I kind of don't want to know. Same, but that was just that was my first thought. Yeah. Um. Um. So, another thing about Eddie Guerrero that we kind of learned from this whole thing is, so when Eddie, because like we all know the story of Eddie Guerrero's death, he tragically passed away. Like he very, very tragically passed away, and uh, we found out that he actually passed away in Chavo Guerrero's arms, and kind of hearing it from Chavo Guerrero's point of view was really really hard yeah because that's again these are things that had never come to light or if they did they weren't like widely publicized so here, knowing that and realizing that um it, it was kind of was kind of hard i was listening to um i was listening to i think it was called the gathering of the Guerreros from chris jericho's last um last cruise and they were talking about kind of the last time they all talked to Eddie mm-hmm. and so just after watching that that also hit a lot harder it, it did it really hit hard um so we found out kind of like the full extent of how hard it really hit Chris Benoit like so the first thing was uh you know Chawa mentioned like he, he, Chris Benoit had called him you know just asking hey where you guys were at and then Travel just replying, you know, hey, I didn't just pass away. And Chris, like, literally was screaming at the top of his lungs. And uh, finding out, like, a lot of things, like, you know, at the funeral. At the funeral, Chris Jericho brings up a story, you know, that Chris Benoit was just crying so so much that, like, it was seeping through through his... Like through his jacket and through his, you know, shirt. That like, that's how, how much he was crying at the funeral. And then uh, Vicky Guerrero brought up a couple of stories of, you know, just she was at her house like after the funeral, and she saw Chris sitting on Eddie's side of the bed, just crying, just crying not constant constantly, and how he would come at very random times just to go to Eddie's gym, like you know to kind of see if you know just to kind of remember him and like I guess it was really like to to put in you know it was just really really hard for Chris Benoit because you had that one person who was pretty much keeping you on the edge of sanity and I didn't necessarily say that I mean it's from the sounds of it that he didn't just he just didn't have that many friends yeah. And he was a, he was a very professional person, but he wasn't necessarily the most personal one. So like he and obviously he had his wife, he had his children, but that was somebody close to him that he really considered a brother. He really considered family mm-hmm. that he trusted probably more than anybody. So like I can understand why he took it so hard, but also at the same time, just like learning about how he was emotionally kind of stunted. Like you know he it was I think it was just expected that he was going to take it that hard. Yeah. Um, so and, like that's like at first like that's why at first like it kind of like I, I found it kind of weird, but at the same time I'm like no okay that makes sense like somebody that emotionally stunted like if something something like that something tragic that like that happens like of course it's gonna that's gonna take a really big uh, toll on him. And after this, Nancy wanted Chris to quit wrestling. I think I didn't get that Nancy wanted Chris to quit wrestling. I think she just wanted him to take some time off okay. more than anything. Makes sense. 
because like he was still he like after Eddie died and even after his funeral like he just kept going he just yeah. kept doing, doing his tours day and, in and day out because he always had that mindset of like if I take any sort of time off like my spot's gone he had that yeah. old school mentality and it was kind of still there but it wasn't as bad it wasn't like it wasn't that dire especially like around 2005 2004 no. he wasn't I mean he was one of the Smackdown top six so he yeah, and he, he was going to stay that way even if he had gone yeah. away and he was going to be ECW champion I understand some people were kind of saw that as a demotion but I mean like you know I'm sure he would have taken pride in essentially yeah. starting and starting something new and also kind of um, teaching teaching yeah. a younger generation yeah I agree um, after the whole incident so nobody from WWE reached out to Nancy or Chris's family like you know his son David just basically said fuck him like the only people who reached out to him was Jericho and and Chavo yeah um well no well see that's the thing is that so for Chris's funeral obviously nobody showed up or very minimal people showed up yeah for Nancy's they sent JR but they didn't really want WWE people there anyways yeah Nancy's sister even said how she kind of kicked JR out yeah because uh, did she? I don't remember if she said why. Because I think because by that time they hadn't contacted her. Or correct. Okay. At that point, they hadn't contacted them, and yeah, she felt like this was just kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, from takeaways is Nancy should be remembered more. Like she should be remembered for being a pioneer manager at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good um, that was a, that was a really good takeaway. Even Jericho pointed it out that because mm. like you obviously can't call her Nancy Benoit, but even if you just recognized her as a woman, woman. she did a lot of stuff for wrestling uh, under the ring name Woman. Um, but I mean, they're not, and I understand why they won't. But you know, huh? What? It's the Rona. He got the Rona. Um. You had sent me a video earlier about um, Paul Heyman kind of saying something like this too, and Vicky Guerrero made this point as well. But like, even with CTE and everything else that he was going through, like it would have been this would have been a lot different if he had just taken his own life. Yeah. But he made a decision for Nancy and for his son, and so in that respect, like I'm perfectly fine with people erasing Benoit. Because he, he was a great wrestler, yes. But what he did was absolutely horrible. But uh, but Nancy and Daniel, right? Yep. They should be remembered um, should, for the should. people that they were. I agree. Um, one of the nice takeaways from this was... Uh, so, Nancy's sister Sandra and uh, Chris Benoit's son David after the whole thing they kind of got separated uh you know they both were basically told by both sides of the sides that you know hey not they didn't stop. want anything to do with each other yeah and uh it wasn't until recently that chris jericho helped reunite the two of them so that and it brought out a really really positive impact for them they were and they ended up um you know meeting each other again and going to going to all out here in chicago to you know reunite with each other and so uh, she referred to she referred to Chris Jericho as a uh, wrestling's angel. Yeah. Yeah, Jericho. I mean, Jericho really has a big heart. He does. And you know, you, I haven't really. I honestly like. I'm sure he's always been a good person, but like, it's never really been shown until maybe like the past like three years. Yeah. Or even if you listen to this podcast, I think you can really tell how much he cares. You could tell. Like, you could tell he's he's a pretty genuine guy. Yeah. Like, there's nothing disingenuine about him. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um I thought that was really good. I thought it was a really good uh take on it. Um at what point did you cry in the show? Um when his son David was talking about I forgot what exactly he was talking about, but he started breaking down and Chavo was right there. Yeah. Chavo came out of the corner. Oh my god! I fucking and then not only Chavo, his his aunt. Yeah. 
like that was sweet i was glad that they finally got together and they got to have that closure i guess for lack of a better word oh okay we need to go on we we need to end the show on a not on a downer but i don't know this is gonna be taxing i'm tired already yeah i know this is gonna be taxing we'll make this quick though all Uh, right let's go 16 up yeah, 16 up. Sounds good. WrestleMania 36 is around the corner. Uh, and, of course, we have to do predictions because it's, it's WrestleMania. A wrestling podcast. Yeah, a wrestling podcast. This card's okay, always uh, subject to change. So, But uh, let's start with match number one that we have on here. Otis versus Ziggler. Ziggler. Ziggler? Yeah, I got Ziggler. I, got, I call Otis with the Mandy screwover on Ziggler. Okay. Uh, then we have Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross in a tag team championship match. I got Bliss and Cross. I got Bliss and Cross as well because Kyrie Sane's contract's coming up soon. Uh, Sami Zayn with Cesaro and Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship. Daniel Bryan. I'm calling Zayn. Zayn? Yeah. Fair. I mean, he's got Cesaro and Nakamura. Fair. Bryan got Gulak. Yeah, but I mean, I think not, I'm hoping Nakamura and Cesaro are are competent enough to keep Gulak away. But Gulak has that Scott Steiner match. Oh my goodness. Anyways, uh, Edge and Randy Orton versus in the last match standing match. Edge, same. Uh, Elias versus King Corbin. The restroom. <laughs> Nobody wins. Uh, Corbin. Uh, I guess I'm gonna go Elias just to be country. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Black. Black. Uh, Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza in a tag team match for the championship. Profits. Profits. Uh, Miz and Morrison. Here's the thing. I've heard that this match hasn't even, wasn't filmed. But... I heard it was. Yeah, I've heard like... Oh, see, it was a ladder match. Yeah. So, triple threat ladder match for tag team championships. Uh, Miz and Morrison, New Day, and Usos. Uh, Usos. I think they got to get it this time. Uh, I'm going with New Day. Okay. Uh, then we have Kevin Owens. But let's see what happens with that because if it wasn't filmed, then it, obviously it's going to change. Yep. It might it might just be like a number one contender match. Yep. But either uh, way, I have Usos. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. It's got to be Owens, right? I was going to say Rollins. Really? Yeah. I feel like this has to be the big payoff for Owens. Maybe. Uh, Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match. Taker. Taker. Taker gets the mm-hmm. boneyard, boneyard match. Well. Uh, Bailey versus Lexi Evans versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks versus Tamina. Fatal um, Five. I'm gonna go Naomi. I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks. Okay. Uh, I see that setting up a, a a face turn for either Bailey or Sasha. Probably for Bailey. So, let's do John Cena versus The Fiend in a Fiend. Firefly Funhouse match. Yes. I think they're going to do it right this time. Yep. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Blazler. Um, Probably Shayna. I really want, I mean, I kind of want Becky to win because then she'd probably be like the longest reigning women's champion yep. or whatever. But, um, yeah. I want no, Baszler. I'm going Baszler. Uh, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, which we know is not going to happen now. So Goldberg versus TVA. Goldberg. Goldberg. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Um, I was saying this while you were gone. That I, I think Drew should win with a crowd. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they might just pull the trigger here. So I'll just go. I'll just go ahead and say Drew. I'm gonna go Drew as well. Okay. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Um, Ripley. Ripley as well for me. I mean, I feel Charlotte's going to win, but I just want to go Ripley. I don't think Charlotte's going to win. I think she's too much of a name brand for NXT. I don't know, but in in this Wednesday Night War or whatever, I think it'd be really smart. I mean, I think it would behoove them to have one yeah. of the biggest women star to uh, NXT champion, but I still want to go Rhea Ripley. You're right. You're right. You're right. You are Char- Charlotte. Charlotte has a has a lot of notches on her belt as it is. I don't think she needs one more WrestleMania win. No. Um, you are currently off social media, but you can find me on 
TNDW Podcast on Twitter. And you can also follow me on my own personal social medias at El Dambrujo. That's E-L-D-O-N-B-R-U-J-O. I mean, if you want, you can follow me, Fury and I, F-U-R-Y-N-I, and when I, for when I do get back. Yes, not to be confused with Fury and I. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's about it. Hopefully everybody's okay. You guys keep keep healthy, keep washing your hands, and enjoy as much as WrestleMania as you can. Don't eat it too much ass. <laughs> uh, have a week, you guys. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. And wash your filthy fucking hands. Oh my god.